So um, happiness is really interesting to me in part because it's something that all human beings seek after. So maybe we can talk about that first. There are some things that we just can't help but seek out. We can't help but desire. Right. Yeah. The four basic things that we must have, the things that we try to alleviate around the world when we talk about poverty, for example, food, water, air, shelter, those basic bodily needs that we have without which we literally would die. Yeah. But that's such a basic level. A person who has those things may be able to survive, but their life would be very poor, would be very unhappy. So when we think of happiness, we're really talking about other things, things like living in a world that is ordered, mm -hmm. that is not chaotic. That's the very purpose of the book of Genesis is to to introduce us to a world that God has created that's not chaotic, mm -hmm. to love and to be loved, to know that other people love us, to know that we can love other people, to know who we are as persons and as a race, as, as a species. Where have we come from? Where are we going? What is the purpose for our life? These are the kinds of things that provide actual human flourishing and happiness. Now, notice we didn't say anything about wealth and riches, about fame, about Facebook likes, or any of the rest of the things that we often find ourselves chasing as we live. So it's important that we both know of these deeper uh, founts of happiness, these deeper roots of happiness and have ways to pursue them. So we're not just talking about surviving, as you said, the goods of the body. We're talking about thriving. So I like that language used of flourishing and thriving. That's really what we're talking about here. I think that for the human being, and this is something that uh, you know, a, a pagan like Aristotle knew, thriving is going to have to do with, as you said, what orders human life. And for human beings, unlike the tree and the dog and the fish, this is reason. So when we live in accord with reason, both with regard to ourselves and to our neighbor, we actually find happiness, right? We find virtue and human flourishing. Yeah, the higher level of the creature in terms of rationality, the more they need things beyond just mere survival. Yeah, that's right. So for Aristotle, again, this, this pre-Christian philosopher, human happiness is going to have to do with the operation of that which is highest in us, mm -hmm. the human intellect. Of our intellect. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, living in this world is hard, right? There are a lot of obstacles, all kinds of obstacles to human happiness. What are some things you, could, you can think of that are obstacles to human happiness? Well, uh, of course, one of the things that we see around the world are obstacles to those basic or lack of those basic needs. Uh, when we talk about real poverty, places where there is actually starvation or actually lack of clean water or sh inadequate shelter. Then you have people who may actually have a deeper sense of happiness along the lines of what we're talking about. They understand themselves as being good, as being loved by God and so forth. And yet that happiness is marred by the, the lack of the basic necessities. Mm -hmm. But when a person has the basic necessities met, then because of their intellect and because we are the kind of creature that is created, as Professor Peter Kreef says, we're 
a creature that's created with a God-sized hole in our heart. Mm -hmm. That is inescapable because God is the one who creates us. So every person, no matter whether they know God or believe in God or not, is nonetheless created with this need to know God, to know where they come from. And so the more person has access, we could say it that way, the more person has been introduced to a life that understands that God is their maker and that God is their ultimate end, uh, the more that person is going to be able to overcome obstacles to happiness.